Season 5, Week 27, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me this afternoon, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel, I'm doing good. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. And I would just like to say that Joel loves that fucking song (laughs) so much. And it's amazing to me that he didn't make us all listen to the entire thing <laughs> twice before we started this episode. <laughs> really love that song. And that's the Area 51 remix. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's the Area 51 remix? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm really excited about that. That was like all the parts of the internet that I love coming together. All at once. All at once. There you go. <laughs> uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, Again, today is Thursday, July 18th. We're going to do kind of a weird hybrid, be maybe in the C block this afternoon because usually we podcast on a Monday or Tuesday, and today is Thursday. So just bear with us for a little while. So we're going to start this off with something somewhat serious, somewhat baseball-related. And that's going to be the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. So, Sam, take it away, please. Yeah, I'll take it away. Uh, For those of you who don't know, the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame induction ceremony is tomorrow. Um, And there were four people elected to the Hall of Fame this year. And then there were two people who are also going to the Hall of Fame but didn't get elected. I'm not quite sure how that works. Um, I'll look it up. But <clears throat> that's not what we're talking about right now. Um, uh, Mariano Rivera is the first player. He's coming in this year, and he's the first player ever to be voted into the Hall of Fame unanimously, um, which, you know, I hate the fucking Yankees, but that guy was pretty good at baseball. Like, I get it. Yeah. Um, if I was objectively voting, I'd probably vote for him. Yeah. Fun fact, I would never be ob- ob- objectively <laughs> vote for anything. So, <laughs> fuck that guy. <clears throat> um, he's joined by uh, fellow first ballot Hall of Famer Roy Holiday, who, uh, RIP, passed away far right. too sur- soon last year. Um And he's being joined by, they are being joined by not first ballot Hall of Famers, uh, Edgar Martinez, who was in his last year of eligibility for voting, and uh, Mike Messina, for some reason, uh, the Moose. Uh, And I I feel like this is a very dubious, very dubious choice by the Hall of Fame voting people. Mike Mussina has almost identical lifetime statistics to Kurt Schilling, uh, spanning an almost identical time frame. Uh, the main difference is that Mike Mussina has 50 more wins, um, which 
are not really a stat anymore. Um, and also, Kurt Schilling spent a lot of time in the bullpen, apparently. And also, Kurt Schilling has three major league uh, World Series titles and the World Series MVP, which Mike Bucina doesn't have. Now, <clears throat> this year, Kurt Schilling, also on the ballot, fell short by about 15%. Uh, I think he got 75% of votes to get into the Hall of Fame. He got 60%, I think. Uh, and Mucina got 76 or something. Now, the question here is, we can all agree that Kurt Schilling is a fucking horrible racist and a general dirtbag piece of shit human being. And nobody really wants to see him go into the Hall of Fame. I would not like to give him that satisfaction. Or like, if we're going to send him in there, maybe wait till he dies. You know, like, I don't want him to be, I don't want him to have that happiness. But the Hall of Fame and the, you know, the people who vote for Hall of Fame players cannot say that it's like, oh, that guy's a horrible racist. He can't be in the Hall of Fame because if they did that, you'd have to remove like two thirds of the people who are in the Hall of Fame right now. Like everybody before the league uh, became integrated um, and most of the people after that also. Um, so which would turn the Hall of Fame, if you're going to get rid of all the racists, you're going to have a very empty and echoey Hall of Fame chamber. <laughs> so my question to you, Joel, is what what do you think about that? I think a couple of things. I really hope Eli listens to this episode and spends the entire time screaming at his car stereo. Okay. Because I think he's going to have so many opinions that he can't share. Oh, right. That's why. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, that's right. So that's going to be fun. Hi, Eli. How's it going? My second <laughs> thought is I think that you touched on it, Sam, about the subjective voting, right? You said... Well, objectively, you would vote for Mariano Rivera as, if not the one of the greatest closers of all time. Last guy to wear number 42, right? And I agree with you. And then you said, well, except I'd never vote objectively because you hate the damn Yankees. Sure. Never vote for the damn Yankees, even if you would agree objectively that Riviera is the greatest at his position. True? Sure. Okay. So I think that the Hall of Fame, in that sense, is trying to have its cake and eat it too, especially in the age of advanced advanced statistics. Right. Because we've got all these quote-unquote objective measures, objective means for measuring player performance, and yet... So you've got this debate of, well, so-and-so has got the same, you know, a better war or, you know, something like that, better OPS plus across his career than player B. Therefore, that guy should get into the Baseball Hall of Fame beforehand. But the counter-argument is that the, is fuck objectivity when it comes to Hall of Fame voting. Right. Right? And we've talked about this before, that... Another element that whether or not it should be taken into account is taken into account is that player's narrative, that player's effect on the overall good feelings that he brought to Major League Baseball. Right. 
So and and the case study A for that is going to be Bailey Bonds. Sure. Or A. A Rod, I'm really fast. He's eligible now, right? I think so. I think he was eligible last year. Yeah. Right. And A Rod's going to be an interesting one because everybody hates him, but he's also kind of the poster boy for baseball. Right. right? Um, well, also, like, okay, but also the other thing about him is that he never tested positive for steroids. Yeah, but did he admit to it? He did admit to it. No, but they, like, proved it in a court of law. Didn't he, like, do a whole weird apology about it? I think that he, like, nah, I think that kind of not really. I think he, like, apologized without ever admitting to it. Okay. That's awkward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess my point is because you're right. Like, we if if we're not voting for Kurt Schilling to be in the Hall of Fame because he's a racist douchebag, then we have you know Ty Cobb has to get out of the Hall of Fame. Two thirds of baseball players have to get out of the Hall of Fame, and that actually might be absurd, right? <clears throat> it might not be though. Why not? Well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like maybe that's something that people should think about. Like. As Major League Baseball, as an institution moving forward <clears throat> in an era where we're so much more uh, aware of the impact of, like, passive racism uh-huh. on society of today, like, here we are, like, celebrating these racists in this game where, you know, African-American participation is, like, going way down um and it's like well why do you think that is it's because like we still think ty cobb's the best guy in the entire history of major league baseball you know what i mean like that guy was a fucking monster right it may you know it may be a a thing in the game that maybe they should get rid of them maybe they should toss those guys you know that would be fascinating yeah i don't think it's it's like it's like a similar conversation. Well, I mean, maybe to a lesser extent, but to like Civil War general statues. Like, right. who is that actually harming? It's just a statue. But it's like, oh, well, actually, that's harmful. That's a harmful thing. Uh huh. And we should get rid of it. You know, like. Interesting. I maybe like, <laughs> we shouldn't we shouldn't forget about it, but we shouldn't celebrate it either. You know. Right. That would be interesting. But that. Huh. Now I'm I'm of two minds. Because my other point I was going to make was that the point of the Hall of Fame is feeling nostalgia for the past. Right. And so for me, I really, like, I don't care about the Hall of Fame right now, but I could imagine myself, because I didn't really follow baseball as a little kid, but I could imagine right. myself as I got older and players I watched play and cared about playing get inducted into the Hall of Fame. I, the one player I remember thinking, oh, that's really cool, when he got inducted was Ken Griffey Jr. Right. Right. I was like, good for him. That's awesome. Maybe Frank Thomas, although I couldn't tell you what year that was. Big hurt. Yeah. Because I'm I, trying to think, like, I, you know, I would say, yay, Mariano Rivera deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, but I don't really care. Right. What about Roy Holiday? You remember that guy? 
Yeah, I mean I, that sucks that he died. Yeah, I, he played for the Blue Jays, so I remember him. Yeah, just because he was in the division, and he probably had like the most dominant, well, second most dominant like seven year stretch of any pitcher I've ever seen after uh, Pedro. Yeah, like that guy was nasty. But, guess, but anyway, the, the question yeah. remains, like, what are the non-baseball factors that can uh, – what, what are the non-baseball factors that are going to influence, you know, your eligibility to make it into the Hall of Fame? And if, like, we're going to allow racists into the Hall of Fame, like, can we really stand on a moral high ground against PED users? Right. I well, first of all, I don't think there is a moral high ground against PED users. Right. I really. There I, has been, there's an established. Yeah. It has been yeah. established. Yeah. I would. I would sooner build that bulwark against racists than I would against PED users. But that's just my opinion. Right. We've talked a little bit about this in the past. What are the other factors? And kind of going with my nostalgia idea would be memory making. Right. Uh, because, like, the one person we've talked a lot about is David Ortiz, sure. who would be the first pure DHO to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. That's not true. I think it is. We've talked about the, who's the other guy who played a different base. Edgar Martinez just got in. Oh, Edgar Martinez. Right. And, <laughs> uh, so, Edgar yeah. Martinez, and I thought he was the first. Yeah. But actually, Frank Thomas played... That's More than fifty percent of his games at DH. Right. That was, so he wasn't a true DH, but he was like the first person who played the most of their games at DH. That that's who I was thinking of. True. Okay. Good point. Okay, but let's talk about David Ortiz. And Harold Baines just made it in this year somehow. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> and he was a he was a DH too, I think. Yeah. Um. I don't think he was a pure DH though. I'll have to check that. Yeah, that was a funny thing when Harold Baines got in and everybody was like, what? Harold Baines? <laughs> um, okay, but the main argument, I think, for David Ortiz is, you know, being the 2004 World Series, being clutch over and over again in the playoffs, um, being an excellent ambassador for the sport, right? Being Big Poppy, smiling. Everybody loves him, telling jokes, the Boston Marathon speech, and then just kind of being iconic beyond being also a great baseball player. He's like Mr. Baseball. He was like Mr. Baseball, yeah. He's like a larger-than-life, he's like Dominican Santa Claus, you know what I mean, for baseball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? And so yeah. that's what— like You just want to, like, sit on his lap and tell him what you want, you know? yeah. <laughs> It was a big old hug. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that those are legitimate factors to take into account when considering who you're going to vote for in the Hall of Fame. However, the counter argument to that is also the Barry Bonds case, who is, okay, yes, he's a PED user, but also he was a big old joke to the press. Right? Should that be a legitimate reason to not let someone into the Hall of Fame? 
I don't know. Probably not. Right. Well, it's it's also funny because, you know, baseball has changed a lot in the past, whatever, 25 years. And it's, you know, baseball didn't used to be run on raw numbers. Exactly. Yeah. And And it is now. But so, like, it would make kind of made sense that the Hall of Fame maybe wouldn't just be run on raw numbers. Right. Right. But, yeah, I, I agree with that. I I don't think the Hall of Fame should be run on raw numbers. I think it should be run on, yeah, something more abstract than that. But then you do get into like, what are the actual biases of the Hall of Fame voters? Right. The baseball writers. The baseball writers. Right. If you go to the baseball writers of America and go, you know, I think Ty Cobb should get kicked out of the Hall of Fame. uh, I don't think they're going to like that. Right. (laughs) And I think you should let Barry Bonds in. They're really not going to like that. Right. How many? What did Barry Bonds get? I gotta look that up. Yeah, what look did he at, get? How many votes did he get this year? Yeah, that would be an interesting thing. I'm looking at a article right now from January of 2019 in the LA Times. Alex Rodriguez would like to be enshrined in the Baseball Hall of Fame someday, but he knows his chances are slim if Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens remain locked out. I guess the idea is that they won't let someone in for cheating. In right. Yeah. And which they is say why Pete, Pete Rose is still not in there. Which is why Pete Rose is still not in there. Right. And the Black Sox. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I've got no great insights into this. I think I think Hall of Fame is overrated, but people who play baseball don't seem to think that. Right. And also like I yeah, I don't know. I feel uh, I don't think that it's over. I mean, maybe it's overrated, but I don't think it's rated very high. I just think it's like a cool history thing. I think that like that's the way I yeah. think about the yeah. Hall of Fame. Right. And then it's like an interesting I've never been there, but it's like it's like a museum of like this game of baseball, you know? Yeah. We should go there sometime. Yeah, we should go there. Yeah. Maybe next year on the road trip. Yeah. Now, you went to the uh, Negro League Baseball Hall of Fame this summer, right? That was a museum. That was a museum, not a Hall of Fame. Not a Hall of Fame. Interesting. Because I was thinking on the Ty Cobb, like, Ty Cobb is still, like, essential to baseball history. But maybe you don't. I mean. Who had the hit record forever? Right, but he doesn't anymore. Like, well, he had it for seventy. You know, Pete Rose has it now. Yeah, no, I know that. He had it for a very, very long time. He has a crazy. Like, you look up Ty Cobb's numbers; it's insane. Right. Also, he was a manager, and you know, like, yeah. I'm not disputing that he should be in the Hall of Fame. I'm just feeling. I'm just saying that, like, you know. What are you telling to the black youth of America right. who maybe are getting in, like, going to be interested in getting into baseball if you can, right. you know, you can say Barry Bonds can't go to the Hall of Fame because he, like, right. did steroids, but, you know, 
Right. This guy committed hate crimes, probably, and right. he's in the Hall of Fame. <clears throat> I don't know. That's a very good question. I don't know the answer to that. Right. I'm thinking about, you know, what are the historical moments of baseball? You've got, like, what, Lou Gehrig, you know, Joe DiMaggio, uh, uh, Ted Williams. What else? Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. A lot of Yankees on this list. <laughs> Mordecai Three-Finger Brown. Mordecai Three-Fingered Brown. Uh, the St. Louis Browns of World War II. That's interesting. I would make a more. I would rather. That's okay. As I think about this in my head. Honus I'm, Wagner. I'll, yes. So are we just yeah. naming Hall of Famers right now? There's <laughs> a lot of really good names. In yeah. Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of really good names in just baseball. Roberto Clemente. Roberto uh, Clemente. Yeah. Cal Ripken Jr. Cal Ripken Jr. I can't prove he was a racist, but like he looked like he belonged on a Nazi propaganda poster. <laughs> Andy Johnson. Bowed with a baseball. I guess my point is that as a fan of baseball, I would rather go to a weird moment in baseball history museum than I would want to go to a Hall of Fame. Maybe that just makes me a bad fan. Right. Because that's like the fun thing about baseball, for me, in my opinion, is like, and we've talked about this, where you play, you've got 30 teams, and you play 162 games a season, and almost every day you can find a stat that's like, this has never happened before, right? Ever in the 150-year history of Major League Baseball. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. That's the fun part to me. That's the best part about baseball. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I don't disagree with you. I mean, I think that it's telling on my part that I've lived in New York State for what, like, 15 years now. I've never gone to Cooperstown. Uh, more than like 18 years, I've never gone to Cooperstown, you know. Um, yeah. I still would like to go. I looked at it on the map the other, last month when I was in New York visiting you, and it just, I was like, eh, it just doesn't work. It was like the, the right angle triangle out of my trajectory. Right. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, Eli, oh, wait, he's not here. So, Eli, what do you think? Oh, shit. <laughs> You're commuting to work right now, asshole. <laughs> uh, maybe he'll text us or something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, uh, the other thing I was thinking, like, there's a basketball Hall of Fame, and I could not tell you if Clyde Drexler is in the basketball Hall of Fame or not. I assume he is. Right. But I have no idea. Right? I don't and know who Clyde Drexler is. He was my favorite player when I was eight years old. Right. And uh, and I have no idea if he's in the Hall of Fame or not. Like, I don't know. I don't give a damn about Hall of Fame. Right. I think these are interesting questions. Because let's go back to Coach Schilling for a minute. Because that bloody sock is like the most iconic moment iconic. Yeah. of football history in the last generation. 
Right. Breaking yeah. the curse. And yeah. so, so much of that was just incredible. And he but, was though, for playing on a what like a ruptured ankle. Is that what? Yeah, like a torn Achilles or something. Yeah. He had some ligament. He had like a surgery right before his start that like stapled a tendon to his bone or something just so he could yeah. play in that one game. Yeah. And <clears throat> but also like you know not to mention he won a World Series with three different teams. Right. Um. He like led the. Arizona Diamondbacks to their first and possibly only World Series win. Right. Um, broke the curse in Boston. Like, that guy did a lot of, like, yeah. fame-worthy shit, you know? Yeah, and I would argue that you need highlights like that on your resume in addition to the stats to get into the Hall of Fame. I guess I that's, the, the only point that's the only point I've made so far this entire podcast that I actually feel comfortable with. <laughs> yeah no i agree and i i don't feel like mike musina has done any of that true that's the thing he's getting it and i maybe am a little biased against mike musina because he played yankees. for the yankees and the orioles so he was like oh is a division rival but i just don't like he's got good numbers but like what did he bring to the table as far as like bringing history to this game like right. nothing you know right. like right. what did he like what have you done for me i mean and that's actually like i would never vote for derek jeter to be in the hall of fame but he would be kind of another example of this where he's better than his actual well he's not better than his numbers he's more important than right. his actual stats but like, you know, he spends his entire career with the Kansas City Royals. He's like a fringe Hall of Famer at best. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that's an important part to make. I also found out today that Johnny Damon played for the Kansas City Royals. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I just, I realized that today. Um, yeah, I think that's it. And that does. So that means that, you know, if you play for the Yankees, you're going to have a higher odds of getting in. And then if you play for, like, other important teams like the Dodgers and the Red Sox, I think you're going to have a better chance of getting in. Absolutely. And then, if, and then if you're Harold Baines, you have a better chance of getting in. Right, but on a technicality. Yes, right. <laughs> um, is there anybody else that we haven't talked about who's not yet in the Hall of Fame that you think ought to be? Well, I, it's like the big conversation these days is, like, Barry Bonds, Alex Rodriguez, Mark McGuire, all of these guys. Jose Canseco? Maybe not. <laughs> maybe not Jose Canseco. But like, you know, I like to I like to bring up Mark McGuire as an example because that and Sammy Sosa because that home run race between those two guys. Yeah. yeah. That was sixty one was like yeah. one of the most epic things that's ever happened in baseball, at yeah. least in my lifetime. Yeah. Um and and really like it came at a time like when baseball really needed it to because people had lost faith in the game of baseball after they had that big strike that ended the season. And so whatever, the home run race came like five years later and it really brought baseball back. It yeah. brought it back into like America loving this again. And, you know, <clears throat> that was 
Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, and Sammy Sosa maybe didn't have the rest of a career that's going to give him the numbers to make the Hall of Fame, but maybe, you know, like, um, but, you know, and then, like, their importance to the game just in that one season is, like, that's enough to put them in the Hall of Fame, the both of them, I think. Yeah. You know? And then add to that Mark McGuire's, like, career numbers, like, he would be, he should be first ballot, like, but, you know, he went in front of Congress and cried about taking steroids, so. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That would be such a shitty thing if Major League Baseball started putting in non-humans into the Hall of Fame. So, like, they don't put Mark McGuire in the Hall of Fame, but they put the, the home run chase in, I think, what was that, 98? Oh, yeah, no, it already is. It already is? Yeah, it already is. Oh, okay. So they are yeah. shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Those, all those, like, that base, both, like, those baseballs are in the Hall of Fame. That's, like, I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's a thing. Okay. And the sock, the bloody sock. Sure the bloody sock is there, you yeah. know? Yeah. Okay, I just lost more respect for Major League Baseball. I don't know <laughs> if I could do that. I was trying to make a joke. Oh, no, they've already done that. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. Wouldn't it be horrible if, and it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Taken like, care of. It's like Barry Bonds, that, what was that, 73rd home run ball? Is that in the Hall of Fame? It definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. And what was it like? Uh, Bud Selig, let's wrap this up, but Bud Selig, like, went on air just this week and said how much he hated it when Barry Bonds broke the home run record. Why? Because he's a racist, probably? Yeah, and he was commissioner of baseball. He's Well, he says Hank Aaron is still the true king of home runs. Oh, which, because of steroids. Because of steroids, yeah. That guy, that guy has yeah. fucking no, no footing to stand on to condemn PEDs. Exactly. Like, he was the guy who was just, like, in charge when all that shit was, like, rampant. Yeah, and turning a blind eye to everything. Right, and it's like, yeah. oh, Barry Bonds went from, like, 200 pounds to 600 pounds, and, like, <laughs> his head is 10 times as big, but that's probably natural, right? My God, gigantism. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Bonds just, like, hooked himself up to an air pump and, like, pumped his entire body up. <laughs> Yeah. He's wearing a muscle suit, it looks like. <laughs> he, he was. He was just literally wearing a muscle suit at that. <laughs> this will show him. Oh, my God. That would have been so amazing if he breaks the home run record and everyone's... Well, I guess he broke it at home, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he got booed wherever he went, except in San Francisco. Right. But then he, like breaks the home run record and then unzips his body, like whips off his jersey and then unzips his body to reveal right. a much thinner spelt young looking yeah. Barry Bonds. I also like I am what's the word? I'm like I'm less of a problem with the Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa steroid users who like broke records. Uh-huh. Than the people who just, you know, use steroids and just played regular baseball. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's like these are like 
ultra elite players already, and then they did this extra thing that like put them over the top, as opposed to like these guys wouldn't be in Major League Baseball if they right. weren't juicing, you know? Yeah, that's a that's a good point. All right, good to stop there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we drew no conclusions. We drew no conclusions. So the only conclusion we drew is that Joel thinks that you should have some, like, like extracurriculars on your resume if yes. you're going to make it to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of good ideas, though. A lot of good ideas. Yeah. So, um, I would tell you to drop something in the comments, but we don't have any comments. So, right. joke's on you. Uh, we should start a Dump on the Ump Reddit subreddit. Okay, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> right. Oh, that could be really entertaining. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Ump, uh, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, give us a rating and a review on Apple iTunes. You can subscribe to us there also. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud and on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. Like us on Facebook, Dump on the Ump. And we've actually got a WordPress blog. I could You could actually comment there if you really wanted to. Um, for Sam, this is Joel. Thanks so much. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. I got the horses in the back. Or stock in the back. <laughs> 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 <laughs>